Welcome to the As You Go podcast. Helping parents like you disciple your kids as you go. Welcome back to As You Go and our series on the book of James. James is all about living out your faith. In this series, we've seen that James is focused not just on what we believe, but on how what we believe changes the way we live. So really, James wants us to see how faith changes our lives. Now, there's more to learn, but before we get into it, let's review what we've talked about so far. Hopefully you remember that this part of the New Testament is a letter that was written by James, the brother of Jesus. He wrote it about 14 years or so after Jesus' death and resurrection. He wrote it to help people who believed in Jesus to grow in understanding how to actually live out their faith. In the first lesson, we talked about how what we believe plus what we do equals what we actually believe. James understood this when he taught us not to just hear the truth of God's word, but to also do what it says. Then James taught us that if we believe that Jesus saves sinners, and we are sinners, then we shouldn't think that some people are more worthy of his salvation than others. James says we shouldn't show favoritism or partiality when it comes to sharing Jesus with people. Now for today, James is going to discuss what we've already talked about the first week, but in more detail. So, Let's dive in. How do you know if something is alive? Think of trees. How can you tell a living tree from a dead tree? Well, there are probably lots of clues, aren't there? A dead tree starts to look dried out and brown, while a living tree looks healthy with bark and leaves. A dead tree usually starts falling apart, or at least it stops growing. A healthy tree grows. In fact, that's probably the most obvious way to tell if something is living or dead. Living things grow. It's a sure sign of life for something to move and grow and change. James understood that this is true for people in their faith as well. Like we talked about in the first episode on James, it's one thing to say we know who Jesus is or to say we know the truth about God and our salvation, but it's not enough just to say it. If we really believe it, then we'll do something about it. If we say that we have a living faith, then just like a tree, there should be signs in our lives that we are moving and growing and changing because of it. So James says in the book of James chapter 2 verses 14 to 17, What good is it, my brothers, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can that faith save him? If a brother or sister is poorly clothed and lacking in daily food, and one of you says to them, Go in peace, be warmed and filled, but you don't give them the things that they need for their body, what good is that? So also, faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. James wants us to have a faith that is alive. We believe that the story of Jesus changes our lives. And for James, that means that our living faith should show in how we love and care for people who need it. Now, there's more to learn from this, but first, it's time for a little segment I like to call... But anyway... The largest tree in the world is called General Sherman, and it's a California sequoia. This tree is 275 feet tall and 36 feet wide at the bottom. 
Its largest branch is nearly seven feet wide, which is bigger than most trees by itself. Well, that's a big tree. But being the biggest doesn't mean that it's the tallest. While General Sherman might be the biggest overall because of its height and thickness, there's actually another tree called the Hyperion tree that's also in California. And the Hyperion tree is over 380 feet tall. General Sherman is also not the widest tree in the world. That record belongs to a cypress tree. As many of you may have heard, a grove of aspen trees, which is the inspiration for our church name, Aspen Grove Church, is actually considered the largest living thing on the planet. The largest known aspen grove has over 47,000 trees all connected together by the same root system. All of that is to say that trees like the massive General Sherman, the super tall Hyperion tree, a widespreading cypress, or a huge grove of aspen trees, well, all those things are alive. They move and grow and show all kinds of signs of life. Because living things grow. But anyway. But anyway. James wants to make this point very clear. Our faith in Jesus is no small thing. By dying for our sins, Jesus has rescued us, even from death. His sacrifice gives us eternal life, and that means that when we repent of our sins and put our faith in Jesus, we begin a brand new life. And life, like we've talked about, can be clearly seen by how something grows and moves and changes over time. Which leads us to our verse of the day. Today's verse is James chapter 2, verse 26, and will be read by Piper in Parker, Colorado. For as the body apart from the spirit is dead, so also faith apart from works is dead. James 2.26 Thank you, Piper, for reading James 2.26, our verse of the day. It's really pretty simple. There's a difference between something that is dead and something that is alive. Living things show signs of life, and James wants us to understand that if we have a living faith, in other words, if our faith in Jesus has drawn us into a new life, then that should be clearly seen in how we love one another, how we worship God, and how we do good things as He has commanded us to do. But I want to be very clear about one thing. People like us like to know the rules. We like to know what we have to do to earn something. And the complicated thing about being a Christian is giving up the idea of earning our eternal life. You see, we can't. Only what Jesus has done gives us the reward of eternal life. No amount of good deeds or loving acts or good works can save us. But because we are saved by Jesus, we are led into a new life where we should want to do what pleases God. It's not because we have to do those things. It's because we see and believe that we have been given new life. To help understand this, think of trees one more time. For a tree to live and be healthy, it has to have roots. Sometimes there's just as much tree below the ground as there is above it. Roots are important. But what we need to understand is that doing good things and having good deeds and good works, that's not the root of why we are saved. No, faith in Jesus is our root. Having deep roots in the glory and grace of Jesus helps us to grow in new life. 
and the growth that comes from roots of faith is a life that is changed. Good deeds and good works and doing kind and loving things to those around us are like the fruit that grows from a healthy tree. Because of the healthy root system, healthy fruit is produced. Our good works are not our roots, but our roots of faith in Jesus lead us to grow the fruits of good works. As we finish up for today, parents, feel free to continue this discussion. I realize that the balance between faith and works can be complicated. Talk it out with your kids. Also, I know that we are now in the Christmas season, which usually includes lots of kindness and good deeds. I love that about Christmas. Find ways for your family to serve together, and use those opportunities to talk about the reason you are serving and doing nice things, because it should spring forth from your roots of faith in Jesus. Let's pray as we finish up for today. God, we are grateful for what Jesus has done for us, that he was able to accomplish what all of our good deeds and best efforts never could. Help us to grow like living things in our faith. Amen. Thanks so much for listening today. There's a lot more good stuff coming up in the book of James. Special thanks to Piper for reading our verse of the day today. Aspen Grove Church is busy this Christmas. We are just finishing up our joy project where we provide Christmas gifts for local families in the foster care system. And now we're gearing up for Christmas Eve. It's a great time to check out what God is doing at Aspen Grove. We meet at 10 a.m. on Sundays at the American Academy on Motzenbacher Road. So come visit with us. You can find out more about it at www.aspengrovechurch.org. I'm Matt Funk, and we'll see you next time on As You Go.